Welcome to the Menopause Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Willis, author of Cookie Dough in the Dark and Vibrant Living with Tanya. Menopause is like going through puberty again. Your body is changing, your hormones are shifting, but instead of being a lost teenager, it's the perfect opportunity to reinvent your life and take stock of your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Gain wisdom, be empowered, and learn the strategic skills and the inner work that can be done simply so that the last half to third of your life is vibrant and amazing. Subscribe and share this podcast with your gal pals, and thank you for joining me. I used to think negatively about cravings and that I was bad or weak-willed for giving into them, and therefore I spent a lot of time berating myself. And I even used to have guides called crush your sugar cravings. And just, I felt there was too much negativity around that. So what I realized was that your cravings are a gift because they're actually telling me that I may be out of balance or lacking in some skills to reduce my cravings. And maybe you are like me. I used to crave a lot of junkier foods. And now that I've been working on changing my gut health over the last 10 years, I actually crave more healthy foods. I crave water and smoothies and vegetables. And so, you know, not all cravings are bad. So I'm going to flip food cravings on its head. And instead of looking at them negatively and and continuing to braid ourselves, I want us to realize that this is a way that our body and mind are sending us messages. And what we really need to do is listen. Are we listening? And how can we get into balance and learn and apply the skills necessary to move through them if necessary? So I'm going to share some tips with you in a moment and tell you what cravings are. Um, But you know what's interesting is to notice, this is one thing, is to notice when cravings can pop up, right? Are we triggered? We were totally fine and then triggered. That's definitely an environmental trigger. (laughs) So notice things around your craving. Um, And they can show up at inconvenient times, like I said, and actually involve nothing to do with hunger or helping to reach our goals. And then we usually crave foods that make us feel worse after we eat them, bloated and blah and ready for a nap. So today I'm going to talk about not necessarily craving water and Brussels sprouts, but the other things that we crave. All right, so we're going to learn today about exactly what cravings are, why they happen, and what you can do to minimize their negative effects on your system. And just an FYI, this is not about depriving yourself of your favorite foods. I believe that a healthy lifestyle is, you know, 80% eating foods that really are helpful And then, you know, 10 to 20% are your unhelpful foods, which are alcohols and sugars and processed and ultra processed and packaged foods. So we really want to try and minimize those. All right. A big part of learning what our cravings are, like I said, is really tapping into what am I craving? Why am I craving it? What skills do I need to develop instead of berating ourselves? So I'm going to tell you a little bit about me. A lot of you know me already, but I used to struggle, deprive myself of the foods I loved, punished myself with exercise to burn off the calories. I did not know how to deal with cravings. I was moody. I was exhausted. I was deflated, deflated, sorry, deflated. 
I was envious that others seemed to just like they just looked all right and had their life together. What was the matter with me? I had two babies and I couldn't lose the muffin top. And I was again berating myself about this. I had no energy. I was thinking, what is the what the hell is the matter with me? Like, why can't I get my stuff together? I was stuck in a food and exercise trap. I wanted a quick fix and I tried for a long time to get a quick fix, but then I got smarter. I stopped pushing. I moved away from being a dieter and hoping that doing this or that would be the answer. And I moved towards realizing that food is not a reward and exercise is not punishment. And I realized that I was struggling because I did not know any other way to deal with life besides overeating and overexercising. And, you know, this is one reason why I wrote my book, uh, Cookie Dough in the Dark, which goes really, you know, a deep dive into the emotional and binge eating issues that I had. So I'm going to share some of those tips with you about cravings today. So what are cravings? Have you ever, you know, I don't even like using this word, but some, this is the language people will use with me, but have you ever felt like a failure for simply having a craving? or wondered if maybe some people don't even get them. Well, the fact is most everyone gets cravings. 90%, 97% of women and 68% of men have reported at least occasional cravings. And that's from a study published in the uh, journal Appetite. Cravings are intense desires for specific foods, desires that feel stronger than normal hunger. In fact, you can have cravings and not even feel hungry. And if you know, this is one of the questions that I ask a lot is, um, if you're not hungry, what are you really craving? Food won't fix it. And then this is where you start to do the work of what is it that I'm actually trying to feel? Okay, what is behind those cravings? What are they telling you? We typically don't crave nutrient-dense, healthy foods. Instead, we're craving you know, highly tasty foods that are processed, contain a lot of salt, fat, and or sugar, right? And they contain a lot of calories. And typically they spike those blood sugars, everybody. And, uh, you know, we've been doing our, uh, this is part three of our five-part series regarding sugar and cravings. So we've been really diving into understanding our blood sugar levels more. Many experts believe that cravings are complex. They can be tied to hormones, lack of sleep, our emotions, habits, out of control blood sugar levels, environmental cues, and so much more. And even though the reasons are complex, there are simple, clear-cut steps you can take to minimize your cravings so that they are less intense and less frequent, except, of course, when you're craving those vegetables, fruits, water, and whole food. We want to keep those cravings. They're good. Okay, so let's jump into one reason for today why you may be craving food. And this is a reason of not eating enough. You're not eating enough. So one sure way to open yourself up to cravings is to eat too little. In fact, it can set you up for a vicious cycle of cravings and overeating. Undereating can happen if you don't follow a regular eating schedule, you forget to eat because you're too busy, you skip meals, or you drastically cut your calories because you want to drop pounds quickly. And uh, you, you know all about that. I don't even need to dive into that one. 
Each of those scenarios can lead you to feel legitimately hungry and maybe even leave you feeling hangry, which is that hungry and angry feeling because your blood sugar levels drop. And that can lead to craving high calorie foods. This can also make you start to think you deserve the extra calories or fatty sugary foods because you haven't eaten enough all day. So three tips for you here are to eat on a regular schedule. Okay, you want to eat on a regular schedule and really tap into, am I hungry? And unfortunately, for many of us, we have lost the ability to realize, like, are we hungry? What does fullness feel like in our body? So this alone is, a, is an adventure. Am I eating to the clock? Am I eating because I think I'm going to get hungry? Am I eating because, you know, I told everybody we're going to eat dinner at 530? Like really starting to tap into what does hunger feel like for you? But also, you know, we need to make sure we are eating on somewhat of a regular schedule. We don't want to starve ourselves. So, you know, this comes back to individualization and, you know, your habits and, and what's happening now. But what I do find with a lot of women that I speak with, they'll either skip the breakfast, have very light lunch, and then dinner blows up and evening snacking. So what I do is we work at having a, you know, a very good, well-balanced breakfast, uh, uh, you know, a bigger lunch than what maybe they're eating. And that really helps to uh, push off their cravings at the nighttime, 3 p.m. to nighttime cravings. And if your goal, so here's another point, if your weight loss goal, sorry, if you have a weight loss goal, remember that lasting results come from a sustainable, teeny tiny calorie deficit every day, not a big diet crash, not a huge reduction. And I've done many podcast episodes on this where that just messes with your metabolism and your hormones. It is not something you want to do after the age of 40. So really have a look at what you're eating. Are you eating a balanced plate? And are you listening to your hunger signals? And then anticipate when you'll be hungry and have healthy foods on hand before it gets out of control. So this again comes back to, you know, the saying that I say, let me see if I can get it right here. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I said, I talked about this in one of my emotional eating episodes um, towards the beginning of when I started this podcast, where I left my house not hungry. And then I was out and got very hungry. And I basically like slid down a very slippery slope. <laughs> and I usually have nuts and some dark chocolate in my bag. And so this is just this step. Like if you know you're going to be out have, you know, grab some carrot sticks and a to-go hummus or always have nuts in your bag so that when you do feel that hunger, you eat at that moment because all of us know when we get super, super hungry, we start to like have that panic eating, right? And then we eat way more than we're supposed to. So that is one tip and I will be back later with some more. Hello, everybody. I'm popping in here today because many of you asked me, Tanya, what kind of products do you take? So over the course of this next little while, I'm going to share some with you. I'm going to speak about two today that have really helped me to fill the gaps in my nutrition. So one of them 
is whole food nutrition and it is called Juice Plus. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but I have a love-hate relationship with supplements and I am so picky if you have heard me talk about supplements before because it's an unregulated industry. So a lot of things go and a lot of things are just very expensive things that don't help us at all. Or they're very cheap and they don't help us at all. So we're wasting our money either way. So I have done tons of research over the years. And this is one product that I love because it is just whole food nutrition and it fills in the gaps between what I should be eating and what I am eating. And listen, I'm pretty healthy, but I am not getting 30 different plants on a regular basis. So, and the reason I also love these two products is, you know what, if we could just eat whole food um, and be done with it, that would be great. But unfortunately our foods have changed over the years. There's more pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, and we don't see them, but we're ingesting them and they affect our gut microbiome. Our food is also sweeter and processed. It's been genetically modified. Our soil is depleted in minerals. And just back up to that point about when our food is processed and sweeter, it actually pulls um, nutrition out of our body. So this is why we need to supplement more. Uh, unfortunately, many of us may overuse antibiotics or hormones. There's also drugs in our livestock. Industrial farming has increased and we're just... Unfortunately, it's the reality, but we live in a more toxic world. And I truly believe like a car, you know, when you get a brand new car, you don't have to look after it as well. But as the car gets older, which I am getting older, I need to look after my cellular health uh, more and more and more. So my cells are craving more nutrients than I can actually get in um, my day. So one of the ones, and I'll put the link in the show notes below, is Juice Plus, because for many of us, you know, we really need to be eating seven to 13 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. The average gets, the average North American gets about 1.5. And I just love the product because it's non-GMO, it's whole food nutrition, it's just food. It's not a vitamin or a mineral or a multivitamin because this is whole food. They basically take a whole apple and crush it up and put it in a supplement. So they take 30 whole fruits and vegetables and that's what they do with it. Your body recognizes that nutrition. So you, when you go to the bathroom, you don't pee yellow. Like it's just like eating a salad. So I'll put the link below and how you can order and kids are free with an adult order for four years which I absolutely loved. Both my kids are Juice Plus kids. So check that link out. Um, like I said, it's Juice Plus and visit my store and I would appreciate that. And then another fill the nutritional gaps in my diet is I love athletic greens because again, it fills those nutrient gaps. It promotes gut health and supports the whole body. And I just love that there's minerals, there's probiotics, there's adaptogens in there. And it just gives my body a great, oh, and it actually tastes good. I just love knowing that I'm feeding my cells. So like I said, it promotes gut health. So you've got your prebiotics, your probiotics, you've got some plant-based enzymes and they absorb into your micronut or your microbiome, which is really important, which is the same as Juice Plus. It's absorbing into your cells, not peeing out the material. 
Um, AG1 Athletica Greens uh, supports your immunity. There's a daily dose of vitamin C, zinc, functional mushrooms, and more. It boosts your energy. Listen, everybody, when we are getting this micronutrition into our body and feeding ourselves what they need, it boosts our energy. And uh, Athletic Greens has rhodiola, magnesium, your B vitamins, and you're just set and ready to go for the day. And then if you're a workout person like I am, which I really noticed with Juice Plus, I've been taking that for about eight years was um, that it speeded up my recovery. Because when we work out, it's kind of like a stress on our body. And we need more nutrients to feed those muscles to grow them strong. So both Juice Plus and Athletic Greens help recovery. And that is great, whether you work out or not. So I will put a link below for Juice Plus and the Athletic Greens. If you click my link, you also get a free supply of vitamin D3 plus K2, which is important uh, for a full year and five travel packs. So those are just two of the amazing uh, supplements that I add into my day. I definitely notice the difference with them. You are paying for the quality of the ingredient, um, but I just know that if I was to go and buy all of these things individually and take them every single day, which would be close to impossible, it would cost me a lot more time and money. So these are, uh, you know, not only important for my health, but um, they pack a punch when it comes to value. All right, everybody, click the links below. Thank you for supporting my businesses. And I will talk to you later.